Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 1, 1. Now it's time for the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Hey, good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is 5.30. It is August 30th. Thank you so much for joining us as we get things going here on a Wednesday morning. Hit that midweek point. September is right around the corner. Labor Day weekend ahead of us. How you doing this morning? Not too bad. I was thinking about you yesterday afternoon because I got a haircut and um, it was just one little caffeine boost. So I normally stop at a Starbucks and drink the coffee or um, frappuccino on the way home. But I, I stopped downtown, got it. I said, you know what? I'm going to do what Mercedes does. I'm going to stop and enjoy this coffee. So I did that. I pulled over to the side of the street um, on, the, on the side of the road there, and I just enjoyed half of my drink. And I'm like, that's, that's a very, it's like a zen moment, like, a, like an afternoon reset. Are you still doing that with your Starbucks run? Yeah, I haven't had time to do it this week. I did it last week. Um, but yeah, when I get a chance, I try to do that. I have my little Starbucks that I go to, and and I, I yeah, I don't drink it in there. I don't go through the drive-thru. I walk in, I grab it, and then I go, and I sit in my car, and I listen to music. I'm like vibing. And I'm just like totally hanging out before I have to be somewhere. And it was so nice because it kind of put me in this nice, happy, zen state. And then I got home and there's been an ongoing saga in my neighborhood and it's come to an end. And I'm so happy because I'm pulling in my neighborhood and I'm thinking, and I've mentioned this a couple times over the past couple weeks, I've got a new neighbor up the street and he's been parking in front of my house for the past two weeks. And as I'm pulling in the neighborhood, I'm thinking, I haven't seen that guy's car in front of my house over the past couple days. As I'm pulling up to my house, I look up to this guy's house and the car that's been parking in front of my house for the past two weeks, is parked in his driveway. Oh, good. He finally learned his lesson. He, or maybe they finished moving in or whatever they needed to do. And that's what I'm thinking, because I didn't, I didn't take any action. I didn't leave any notes or do anything, and I've been talking about that on the show. Like, what would you do? And I just think maybe he got settled, got things cleared out in his garage or whatever, and his car is parked in his driveway. So I'm like, nice! This is a nice afternoon. Well, that I got put in a good mood this morning. I was driving in, and I'm I'm driving up the, the main road before I get on the 215, and I look up and right in front of me is the biggest moon I've ever seen. Like it looked huge and it was like on the horizon. It wasn't high up in the sky and I'm just driving towards it. It looked like the MSG sphere, like no kidding. It was huge right there in front of me and i wish i could see it from the window here like you, looking out are you able to see it no i can't see it here um it was 
I, I actually spoke out loud. I go, oh, my gosh, that's beautiful. <laughs> and, I was like, and I'm speaking to myself in my car right now. But it was absolutely beautiful. It's kind of what I needed to see this morning. I, I kind of woke up. Uh, I had a weird dream last night that kind of it, it, it kind of rattled me a little bit. And uh, I woke up and I was just kind of like, oh, gosh, here we go. And I'm driving this morning. And I, I don't know. I feel like it was a message to me like, hey have a good day. And uh, cause I was, uh, you know, I was just kind of like frazzled as I was, oh, I got it. And I saw it and I was like, oh, that's really beautiful. <laughs> so it was, it really kind of, you know, you'll sometimes have that one thing that'll make you stop mm-hmm. and appreciate things and try to turn your mood around. And yeah, it was the moon for me. So if you see the moon this morning, it's huge. It looks so beautiful. I love that the universe giving you um, a little reset to the point where you spoke audibly out loud how joyous it was to see that moon. That's a good, that's, this is a great morning. Yeah, I needed start. it. I, I, it was just like, it, it was, it, it popped up at the time that I needed it to pop up. So it was really good. You know, um, don't, don't forget to notice those little things like how good that cup of coffee tastes or how mm-hmm. big that moon is or, or whatever it is for you this morning as you're going in. And as we, uh, get ready to start the show, we, uh, we usually do shout outs and you, a lot of you will call and text us in the morning and just wish us a good morning. And it means so much. So thank you for that. And I really want to wish, um, a happy 20th wedding anniversary to Rick and Sarah, they and Diana, they listen every morning. Um, Rick since high school and they're celebrating their 20th wedding anniversary today. So just thank you guys for always making our day and happy anniversary. We hope it is absolutely incredible. 20 years is really, really an accomplishment. Yeah. Celebrate yourselves today. That's cool. Two decades of marriage. Congratulations, you guys. Here's to 10 more decades. Amen. You're going to be really old. (laughs) (laughs) So let's get things started this morning. It is time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Saving Forever For You by Shanice? Get the party started by Pink. Or do you want to hear Wherever You Will Go by The Calling? choices get your votes in right now you can tweet us with your vote at mercedes in the am you can vote on our facebook page mercedes in the morning or you can text or call us right now at 702-364-9400 we're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on mix 94.1 coming up next coming up next mix 94.1 you're gonna want to hear this we have more to come on the pre-show this morning on the way next we have the daily dirt taylor swift reaches a new milestone and she takes a jab at kanye west details in about five minutes and the votes are in get the party started by pink is the pre-show you pick them you choose the music you pick it we play it it's mercedes in the morning pre-show you pick them And now, 
It's the Daily Dirt with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Taylor Swift has become the first female artist in Spotify history to reach 100 million monthly listeners. That is a lot of listeners. Now, check this out. Taylor poked fun of her infamous Kanye incident uh, from the 2009 MTV Video Music Awards. That's when Kanye rudely interrupted her during her acceptance speech for Best Female Video. So during Taylor's show in Mexico on Sunday night, she was cut off by the crowd while she was sitting at her piano. They were all chanting her name super loud, and then Taylor had this to say. Just people chanting your name. little slight there at that incident with Kanye West. Yeah, it's good she can poke fun at it. Yeah, all these years later. Remember that whole thing went down? Oh, my gosh. What an awful night that was. Taylor Swift, she sold out her six-night run at SoFi Stadium earlier this month. The concert had just over 70,000 people in attendance each night, which was a record until Metallica showed up this weekend. Metallica had 78,000 fans at SoFi Stadium. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I saw a TikTok of uh, some guy from Metallica's... Uh, camp and they he was going out and i guess their area in front of the stage is called the snake pit yes, I, I did yeah. not know that and he's he's just holding out snake pit passes and like people aren't stopping and taking them he's like literally holding out to them and they're just like looking at him like who are you get away from me and finally some guys figure out they're like snake pit passes oh my gosh it was really cute uh the venue holds seventy thousand people but because of that snake pit that's why metallica was able to get over seventy-eight thousand fans Follow along here. This is a bizarre set of events surrounding former Bachelorette contestant. His name is Josh Cedar. He was on the show back in 2015. Monday afternoon, there was a lengthy post on his Instagram account announcing his death. Entertainment outlets actually across the country and around the globe started to run with a story about his passing. Well, it turns out Josh is not dead. Someone hacked his Instagram account and played a cruel joke. Josh let everyone know late Tuesday that he's still alive and well. He said, quote, somebody was playing a cruel joke and mocking my mental illness and the struggles I've gone through with depression and suicide attempts. And I'm sorry for all the pain they caused when they made that post. Now, TMZ is pointing out, why did it take them 20 hours to come out and say, hey, I'm alive. I'm okay." Someone just hacked my Instagram account. TMZ's questioning the fact that it took him 20 hours to set the record straight on his passing. There's that same thing with that Lil Tay. Like, I, I don't understand. Okay, I get it. Like, people get hacked. But you have other social media. You could go on there like, hey, guys, don't look my Instagram. It's not me. You know, you could go on Twitter. You can go on Facebook. You could go on Reddit. Like you can go on other social media platforms to get the word out that you're alive. I don't understand that either. I feel like I think in the case of that little Tay, I think that was a publicity stunt. I don't know about this guy. I don't know enough about him, mm-hmm. but it just, it, that's really weird. To get the attention, yeah, because he has, he has all those accounts you mentioned, Mercedes, so it's an easy, quick thing of like, hey guys, I was hacked, I'm alive, and then, you know, sort things out, but yeah, it took him 20 hours. So Miley Cyrus, she released a new song last week. It's called Used to Be Young. This is what it sounds like. First heard of Friday, liked it. Every time I hear it, I love it even more. It's such a great song. 
Well, to go with a new song, Miley has started a new TikTok series called Used to Be Young. And in the latest episode, Miley shared an example of what her crazy schedule was like when she was about 12 or 13 years old. This particular day that she broke down was from January 5th. It was a Friday. She had to be up at 5.30. Remember, she's like 12 years old. She had to get up at 5.30 for hair and makeup. Then she and her dad, Billy Ray, were picked up at the hotel at 7 a.m. for a full day of interviews. She did a news interview at 7.15, another interview at 7.45, another one at 8.15, and another interview at 8.45. Then at 9.30 to 11, she had to meet with editors and then go back to the hotel with an interview with fifth-grade students. Then she had a lunch interview. And then from 3 to 5, she had a photo shoot with Life Magazine and an interview with her dad for Father's Day. 6 o'clock was back to the hotel for an interview with kids online. And then 6.15, she had one more interview. And then she flew home on Saturday to be back on the set of Hannah Montana on Monday. Yeah, I saw that post, and it's just that sad. That's uh, really not giving your kid any shot at having a normal childhood. That Cramming in all that into one day, it's really sad. It's nonstop. So a little more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour right around 7.15. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1907. And now, here's your host, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is Wednesday, August 30th. Thank you so much for joining us here. It's 6 o'clock and we are ready to get things going this morning. It's, uh, it, um, I, I was talking earlier about how big the moon was. It's a super moon. I didn't realize that. So when texted me and was like it's because it's a super moon but then i looked it up okay what's the difference between that and just a regular moon a super moon is when you have two full moons in one month so i don't know if that has anything to do with the size but we had two full mo- moons in the month of august that's a good month yeah i like that that's i'll take that as my uh, 1907 fun fact oh i forgot to do a 1907 yeah. fun fact but you still gave us that. a fun fact you still gave yes. us a fun fact so it's educational week have you guys had your fantasy football drafts i know you're doing the um that all ladies league which i'm pulling for you in that league have you done your one with your your family and friends yet? Uh, no, we have not. We're doing it this weekend. Do you do any, and, and if you do fantasy football, what's like the worst bet you ever lost? Do you do any crazy bets for the person that comes in in last place? Like, for example, the league that I used to be in, one of the leagues I used to be in that I got out last year, if you lost, you had to pay an extra 200 bucks because you were the loser, then you also had to sit out the following season. You were penalized and couldn't play the following year. And, and leagues do this because they want people, if, if you have a losing record, they still want you to try at the end of the season in case you're playing someone that has a really good record and has a chance of making the playoffs. They want you to try because if you're the last place, you're going to have to pay a, pay a fine almost. We don't have anything like that. Our league is pretty nice. Um, it's just you do have to pay to get into it, and you do win money. First, second, and third place win, and then most points wins. Um, and I think that kind of set me up for failure for this uh, other league that I'm doing, the Women of Fantasy League, uh, and, because I went in there thinking it's like a nicey-nice thing, and, mm-hmm. oh, you know, let's have fun. Oh, I'll be goofy. I'll pick this defense here and these women take it seriously and it's no joke and I am way out of my league on that one. Like I, they're sending me emails. Okay, uh, you know, if you want to buy on the waivers, you have a thousand dollars to buy. Uh, pick someone up on waivers, and you got to apply. And I'm like, huh? Oh my gosh! I was not prepared for this league. Oh, this sounds intense. Then it's intense. It's a lot. I am just like, what did I get myself into? It's not my nicey nice league that we play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got a friend and her husband is in fantasy football and she was telling me that for his league this year they do the same thing where last place you're going to face some kind of punishment something's going on last place 
has to get their belly button pierced. Oh, geez. Yeah, that's, that's too intense. I, I, I enjoy it so much. I think fantasy football is so fun, but I can't take it to that level of seriousness. I, I do take it seriously, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to pierce my belly button if I lose. Who agrees to that? I, it's, that's intense. When my league, when I got out, it was, it was a hundred bucks for the loser. They instilled the uh, $200 sit out the following season to, to to the person that came in the last place. And I understand where they were coming from to encourage people to not finish last. Because I remember the first couple of seasons playing fantasy football and I had a buddy of mine going into like the last two games. And if he would win the last two games, he'd make the playoffs. And he's playing two guys that had nothing to, to win. They were just, they were already out. And they weren't even trying. They weren't starting their lineup and everything. So this guy just kind of steamrolled into the playoffs. Like, wow, if you would have uh, faced a good opponent, then maybe you wouldn't have made the playoffs. And that's why my league instilled that financial penalty at the end of the season. But yeah, to get your belly button pierced, that's pretty intense. I, I like the financial penalty because at the end of our league last year, mm-hmm. um, my husband is convinced that a couple of teams colluded because one of the teams was just completely out of it. Just out. There's just no possible way for them to win. But their significant other was in it like for the finals. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the team that did not have a chance traded a player, or not not traded, dropped a player, and then the other one just coincidentally picked up a really good player. I can't remember who it was, and ended up winning something. I can't remember that what it was. That smells like the collusion yeah, right there. And, and so there's no proof of it. And I was mm. like, give benefit of the doubt. And Matt's like, oh, they colluded. Oh, they colluded. <laughs> and, and he was really upset about I'm it. I'm right there with you, Matt. <laughs> Can we follow your the, the fantasy league you're doing with all ladies? Is, that, is it online somewhere? Or yeah, is it- there is a, there is a line. As a matter of fact, they sent out they sent out a tweet yesterday asking, um, where is it? Like, uh, who who dominated the draft and who needs to peep the waiver wire? <laughs> I'm like, oh, don't answer, please, <laughs> please don't answer. It's a rhetorical question. <laughs> I can uh, I, we can tweet out and post the link if you guys want to. Please check do, because I'm gonna have more fun following your team than my Dallas Cowboys this season. Oh, please. <laughs> uh, what's trending's up next? What do you got for us? All right, we are gonna talk about. Let's see here. Oh, the new girl group that the world is putting together another performer gets hit in the face and we have officially taken pumpkin spice way too far with this item we'll tell you what it is coming up next in what's trending are you guys ready all right let's check in on the hot topics mercedes in the mornings what's trending trending on mix 94.1 all right uh so there's a lot uh happening this morning and if you haven't heard about this yet you will hear about it soon dream academy is trending so 20 young women are competing to be a part of the next global girl group so hybe which is the company behind bts um they uh, are along with geffen records they announced this week that they have their 20 finalists who come from around the world for this new international girl group this diverse group of young women they were selected from over 120,000 submissions after Hybe and Geffen announced this joint venture back in November of 2021 they actually did uh, tryouts here in Vegas I remember when they put the call out for that the lengthy process of creating this group is going to be documented in an upcoming Netflix series which is going to delve into the journey to, to global stardom 
while showing the intense training program that they go through. The the series is not titled yet. It's set to premiere in 2024. In the meantime, the 20 contestants will participate in the debut Dream Academy audition program, which fans can actually follow along with on YouTube beginning on September 1st. And after 12 weeks, the final members of the group are going to be selected and they will name the group. That'll be revealed on the live finale on November 17th. That's huge. I had no idea this was taking place. That's yeah, huge. Do it, we, it's big. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. My gosh. Are there, do we know if any any girl from Las Vegas made it through to the finals? No, there's, um, there's someone, there's... Uh, as far as the Americans go, there's a mm-hmm. couple of girls from Hawaii. There's a girl from Texas. I want to say there's a girl from L.A. Um, I mean, when I say international, we're talking like Belarus, uh, South Korea. There's I think there was a Brazil. I, I mean, it is an international group. It's going to be really cool. And then you can vote, too, on uh, TikTok and um I forget the other application you can vote on. But yeah, this is a you'll be hearing a lot more about this in the coming weeks. And this is how BTS started. No, 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 no. no. It's just the same, same company. Same company. But was BTS put, put together by that record label or were they friends beforehand? So the the way it works in South Korea is uh, there's you go into a trainee program. If this is something you're interested in, they train you. And then from there, you know, they give you singing lessons. They teach you how to dance. They, they teach you a stage presence. And then with BTS... Um, RM and Sugar, they knew each other through the trainee program, and then they were some of the other guys just kind of fell through it, and then they they put them together, um, through that. But I, uh, like Jin, they just saw him on the street. There, he was, he came off a bus, and they're like, Hey, you're a handsome guy. Do you, do, <laughs> you want to do this? He's like, Why? So it's it's different for everyone. What if he didn't take the bus that day? What if he was thinking about walking? That's something that the army talks about all the time. Seriously, like, it's crazy it. if, if if he wasn't there at that time. That day, like what would have happened? Wow, you know? that's neat. So that is trending. Ellie Goulding is trending this morning. Another day, another performer hit by something, but this time it wasn't by a fan. So there's good news there. The singer learned the hard way that fireworks should always be set off far away from people. Ellie Goulding was performing in England over the weekend when a firework uh, set off, got set off on stage. It hit her in the face. She was singing. She laughed it off. She's going to be okay. A lot of fans didn't even catch what happened, but some scary moments there. And then uh, we're running out of time, but I'll save it for the nine o'clock hour. I'll do what's trending. Dude wipes. Um, butt wipes that smell like pumpkin spice. It's a real thing. <laughs> and we'll talk about it later on this morning. Something to look forward to. Coming up here after Lady Gaga, Weezer is in town this weekend and you're going to be at that show. We've got your tickets when you win Heads Up and that's happening in just about three minutes. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. All right, let's get our contestant. It is Dan. Good morning, Dan. You're caller 20. All right, right, finally. Let's do this. Let's get you these Weezer tickets. All you got to do is pick a category this morning. Do you want to go with Power Rangers, Slinky, or Tarzan? Let's go with Tarzan. Tarzan it is. All right. Tarzan Day was on Sunday. These are all different Disney movies, okay? Perfect. Disney movies. Now, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Mercedes, let's go with you. All right. All right, Dan. 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're going to go see Weezer, and you start now. This was about a little boy named Miguel. Uh, the song Remember Me. Um 
in the winter you drink Coco. yes this is um go down the rabbit hole um it's kind of Alice in Wonderland. yes uh this was a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down mary poppins yes uh this was um oh gosh oh, you know what i'm gonna pass this one this was the robot um that was um w- like in the world where no one wanted to move i think uh pass okay this was uh let it go anna elsa Frozen. Yes, this was the really sad one where the guy, the the old man with the little boy who's the Boy Scout and 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 the the uh, yes, uh, this is Woody and Buzz Lightyear. Toy Story. Yes. yes. Woo! You got it. Nice job, right. Dan. You know yeah. your movies. Congratulations. Thank you. Dan, you're all set. You're going to go see Weezer this weekend. We've got these tickets again tomorrow morning at 825 when you win Heads Up. And coming up next, it's Wednesday, so we got two truths and one lie. The game is two truths and a lie. Truth. So you've game. heard of it. Yeah, you've well, heard yeah, of it. Yeah, because babies play that at their birthday parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. Time for two truths and a lie. Two of us are telling you the truth about something. One of us is telling you a lie. Can you identify the liar? Call us and let us know who you think the liar is at 702-364-9400. And we're all going to just give you a statement. And you have to go based off of the statements. So, JC, you are up first. All right. My brother, my sister, and myself have all at one point had a broken big toe. Oh, okay. Is that a truth or is it a lie? What do you think? Steph, you are up next. My friend is a contestant on The Voice Australia. Hmm. Okay. I like the mm. <laughs> And my turn. A celebrity acted inappropriately with me on this show. Mm. A celebrity acted inappropriately with me on this show. So there you go. Those are your three statements. Who is telling the truth and who is lying? To recap. JC, my brother, my sister, and myself have all at one point had a broken big toe. Steph, my friend is a contestant on The Voice Australia. And for me, a celebrity acted inappropriately with me on this show. Who's telling the truth and who is lying? 702-364-9400 will reveal coming up next. It is two truths and one lie right now, and we want to know who you think the liar is of the three of us. Here are our three statements. My brother, my sister, and myself have all at one point had a broken big toe. My friend is a contestant on The Voice Australia. And a celebrity acted inappropriately with me on this show. Aaron, who do you think is lying and why? I think Steph is lying because I was listening last week and she had another friend on a different TV show. 
Oh, ah. what was your what was your uh, statement last week, Steph? Oh, it was two weeks ago when my friend Dennis, he's on a reality TV show. It's called, oh, I forgot the name already. Because you were lying? Because I was actually <laughs> oh. telling the truth. That's what tell- I was telling the truth. Okay, Aaron, we got one down for Steph being the liar. 702-364-9400. Diana, good morning. What do you think? Who's the liar and why do you think they're lying? JC, because lies tend to be a little bit more specific and in-depth, and he kept emphasizing big toe. Because that, that's what to me makes it unique. I broke multiple toes. My brother broke multiple toes, including his big toe, and my sister just broke her big toe. So that's that's the connection between the three. Someone uh, texted us on our text line saying, um, "JC's lying. He changed little toe to big toe." No, I said big toe. Okay, yeah, I, it's, it's big toe. I, I didn't yeah. catch that, but that's you know, what they said. This one says, "I think Mercedes is lying. Her lies are often about celebrities." Mm. This one says, uh, "Mercedes is lying. She would have said this before if I." I am wrong. It's Steph. And uh, this one says, I think Steph is lying because how are you friends with someone underneath you? You have no time to talk to them because they are even sleeping. Oh, or- she's in the- they're in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then this one says, I think JC is lying. All right. Let us reveal. Truth teller number one. It is me. <gasps> A celebrity uh, did and said something really inappropriate, and I'm not going to reveal the celebrity, Ah! but maybe next hour I can tell you what exactly they said it did. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, what time? 7.30? I'm tuning in. Yes, 7.30. When did a celebrity say something? We just answered this. Was it in studio? Yeah, you were there. I think I know. Do you know? I think I know. Yeah. I'm not going to type because I don't want Steph to know. Yeah. I, I yeah. remember. Cologne? <gasps> Lots of cologne? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. we're going to just yeah. leave it because I don't want to give too oh, much of yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Okay, I can't wait. <laughs> All right. Truth teller number two. <laughs> It's me. (laughs) (laughs) Another lie about a reality show. No. Oh, the first one was the truth. I'm sorry. Yeah, the first one was the truth. My friend, really, her name's Ezra Williams. I met her in New Zealand. We took a couple dance classes together. We still stayed friends on social media. And I'm seeing all her posts. And she is on The Voice Australia. And I'm so excited for her. Uh, Yeah, uh, she's tune in. That's really cool. I know. JC, you're a liar again. I know. It's like three, three, three weeks in a row. I did break all my toes. My brother and my sister, they have never broken a toe. All right. Well, there you go. So, yeah, coming up at 730, I'll uh, tell you what happened with my little celebrity running. Um, at 7, do you think it's appropriate to date a teacher? Specifically, your kid's teacher. <laughs> Is that okay or no? We'll talk about that. And uh, yeah, we've got a lot going I on. I can't this wait morning. till 7.30. <laughs> Let's see, see if I'm right on this person. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. All right. Well, there's been a lot in the news about the weather and hurricanes, and we've got another one. Hurricane Adalia was downgraded from a Category 4 to a 3 shortly before making landfall this morning at Keaton Beach, Florida. The monster storm's still packing, like, 
125 mile an hour winds. It's lashing through the big bend of Florida. The storm surge is higher than expected in some areas at five feet and powers out in a ton of areas. Adalia will be a category one when it quickly barrels through Georgia and into parts of South Carolina by tomorrow morning. And it will go up the Carolina coast before heading out to sea. But just a another mess this time over on uh, the East Coast. So hopefully it, the damage is uh, not as bad as uh, as expected. We were following the storm because Laura was supposed to be in Orlando on uh, Monday, Tuesday and fly back this morning, opposite coast of where the hurricane's hitting, but still Florida, the whole state was really affected by this whole thing. And she was debating going back and forth and she ended up just canceling the trip. And it, it's a good thing because her flight would have been canceled. She looked oh, to see wow. and she's like, I thought it went because she would have been able to do her meetings on Tuesday, but then she was looking her flights were canceled so she would have been stuck there that's uh yeah that was a, a good call on that uh, also this morning i think this is just so funny that this story comes out a day after we play who hum the world because google announced actually this they announced this last week that they're going to begin testing a brand new feature that'll allow android users to search for songs on youtube simply by humming or singing According to uh, this article, the, those who are in the beta group can toggle the new feature from YouTube's voice search and hum or record the song you're searching for three or more seconds. Once the song has been identified by the software, the video sharing website will send the user all the relevant official music content, user generated videos, shorts that feature the song on YouTube. The company says that while only a small portion of Android users currently have the feature, the brand new update will be released soon to everyone. And should the update prove to be successful, the new feature will be uh, will put YouTube in direct competition with the Apple owned app. Shazam. It is uh, it is worth a download our Tuesday podcast because Mercedes, you are gifted. You can identify songs so quickly with Beat Mercedes. But then too, when uh, drunk people at Beyonce were humming songs, you were getting I, them all. I wasn't getting them quickly though, like I do at Beat Mercedes. That, that took them, me a while. I, I had mean, to think about that. You're like, mom, 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 mom. You're like crazy in love. Like, yes. That's uh yeah, that was uh, that was fun. I like that. That needs to be a, a regular feature on the show whenever good, there's good a job, concert. Um, finally, this morning, uh, a former U.S. president, or we're not naming names, opted not to smile in his mugshot last week. So a new poll looked into what the average American would do in that situation. Someone asked people, if you ha- were having a mugshot taken, would you smile? Would you smile in your mugshot? Yes. I, well, it depends what happened, but I would nine times out of 10, I, I would smile. Unless there was something horrific that I'm being charged for. I would now be like, look, he's even smiling while his mugshot's being taken. But uh, I would smile. Yeah. You would? You? I would not. No. Uh, I, I think that it would look like I, I'm not taking what I did seriously. I think it could come off as really disrespectful. I just would. I wouldn't frown, but I would just stare blindly into the camera. I I. I <laughs> I mean, like, it, it looks like, I think if you smile, it looks like you're like, ha ha, I don't care. <laughs> you know, I think it looks really rude. Would you mean mug it or just like, just kind of no, yeah, smirk? Just, just like I'm looking straight ahead into a camera. Just you- no, no sort of uh, reaction at all. Not angry, not happy. Just like, here I am. You know, 
But that that's a, that's what I would do. Sexy face. Do a sexy face. No, I'm not doing that either. Uh, so so basically, one in four people said yes, they would smile in their mugshot. Uh, 24% said yes. 56% said definitely not. And then 19% said said maybe. So young people are much more likely to say they would smile. Men were also more likely to say yes. And uh, we do tend to smile in other official photos, though. Only 33% say they'd keep a, a straight face in a driver's license photo and 23% say they would uh, keep a straight face for uh, work ID. Well, passport, I was told you cannot smile for your passport photo, was what I was told. So my passport photo, I'm mean mugging it. I'm not smiling. I had a little smile. She said, you can't smile. I don't know why that's, you can't smile on your passport photo. They let photo. me smile, but as long as I didn't show teeth. Oh, you could show teeth. Yeah, so I have a little kind of, uh, just kind of smile. And then in my driver's license, I am smiling in my driver's license. Yeah, did you have, like, didn't they do your hair and stuff like that? Didn't you get didn't like? Did they do my hair? Did no. you have a redo or something? Did you take it? And I, you do a redo? They, they let me do a redo. I, I looked at the first one. And I was like, "Ooh, can I do one more?" And I was shocked because I did not expect her to say yes. She's like, "Go ahead." And I was like, "Oh!" So then I, I just kind of made sure I had a little more teeth showing, and, and she was really nice. <laughs> that yeah. woman is a saint. Is it ever okay to date your child's teacher? We'll talk about it next. It's Mix ninety four point one. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Do you want to go with us to a Las Vegas Aces game, their last game of the season over at the T-Mobile Arena? We have your four-pack of tickets to check them uh, out playing the Phoenix Mercury next hour with Heads Up. This is a situation that my buddy is in. I want to see what you would do or any advice for my friend. I read into him over the weekend. He's got a daughter who just started eighth grade. My buddy is single. And he was telling me that they had a back-to-school event or something, and he met one of his daughter's teachers, and she was very attractive. And he said that he felt like there's some chemistry there when they met. And then he saw her recently at the gym where they struck up a conversation. And he said they realized they had some common interests and everything. And speaking of the Aces, Mercedes, she invited him to an Aces game. She asked him, like, oh, we should go to an Aces game. I've got tickets to whatever game that's coming up. And unfortunately, he's going to be out of town. And told her, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm out of town. I can't go. But it sounds like fun. And she said, well, we should maybe then hang out some other time. And they exchanged phone numbers and left it at that. And he was telling me this over the weekend. And ask me my thoughts on this. 
What do you think? Do you think it's ever okay, or has anyone ever done this, to date your child's teacher? I think you are uh, you're asking for some issues by doing that. And, uh, you know, I think also initially I thought that maybe he asked her out and it sounds like the teacher approached him. Not that not that it changes things, but in my mind, it's not going to it's not as awkward for the teacher. Like, imagine being a teacher and then a parent asks you out and you're like, no, I can't. I mean, I'm your but she did it, um, which, you know, way to way to take the reins i think that's pretty impressive but at the same time i just feel like that there's a a line there like maybe after the semester or after the school year when you're not teaching that kid but i'm sure it's happened before i just think that that could get really ugly really fast and i i think that they're probably professional enough to not let it affect the relationship with the child but i think it could make for some really awkward moments that's just my take what do you guys think 702-364-9400 i think i think you should stay away from it but now here's the unfortunate part she's already asked you so now if you say no then how's that going to make things? Oh, if he, yeah, because she said, let's go to an Aces game. I'm out of town. Okay, we should hang out some other time, exchange phone numbers. And if he doesn't follow through, would she hold that against him, taking at, take it out on his daughter? What if they're both professional about it? And he they go out on a nice little friendly date. He reaches out saying, I'm back in town, whatever. Let's go do this. And they go and have a nice time. And do it, but keep it. To, don't let your daughter know. Don't don't tell your daughter you're dating the teacher. And if things start to progress, then maybe tell your kid. But what if you say, let's wait to the end of the school year, and you really were attracted to this girl, and there was chemistry, but now she meets another guy, and at the end of the school year, she's no longer available. Well, then it's not meant to be, in my mind. I mean, what did you tell your friend? Go for it. Yeah? Go for it. But but don't let your daughter know. Don't let your daughter know. And I, again, this is coming from the guy who's got no kids. But I say you go for it. Be professional about it. And if, if things don't start to, to um, if they're not working out, hopefully you'll be professional and say, you know, this is, this is not working. You know, we, we tried and then you go your separate ways. But I say you go for it. I say give it a shot. Well, we're getting some texts here. Uh, this one says, I'm a teacher and had an interaction with a student and their father. The student had actually asked me for her father if I was married um, oh. and told her no the last day of school. So five months later, he messaged me. Um, uh, I would also not ever do it again because it was not a good encounter or experience. Okay, yeah, that, you got to be careful with that. Uh, this one says, in eighth grade, they only have teachers for an hour, then switch. I'd say go for it. Is that the case with your friend? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea what the schedule's like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And, and he's pr pretty level-headed. Hopefully she's level-headed where if, if they're dating and it's just not working, they can just go... There's separate ways. They tried it, but maybe there's true love there, and they fall madly in love, and, and this is the one for each other. Steph, what do you think? Uh, I think that the daughter needs to be aware. I think that being a secret is not okay because your family comes first. Even if they don't last, it's a long, it doesn't, maybe it doesn't happen in the long run. If your daughter finds out that you're dating your, her teacher, it can get really, really messy and you can lose her trust. So it's something that you need to sit down and say, hey, we're not sure where this is heading, but I think that you should know. And what do you think about it? It's definitely something that needs to be discussed. Right away, though, in my mind, I would wait. I wouldn't tell her right away. I wouldn't say, you know, hey, Susan, because that's my fictional daughter. Uh, I'm going on a date with your teacher this weekend. All of a sudden, this anxiety and stuff starts running through her head. I'd rather do the first date. And let's say there is no chemistry. And we just had a nice time and that was it. Why 
if there's no more dates after that, why tell, even tell her that then? If there's multiple dates after that, maybe then tell her. But why tell her before the first date? Because I would be upset as the daughter finding out, oh, just because it was one date, I would lose trust. Especially during that age where you're still trying to figure out your emotions and your identity. It's definitely something that needs to be discussed firsthand. You just don't tell her. If you have one date and there's nothing after that, just don't tell her. Don't say, hey, by the way, I went on a date with your teacher this week and it's not going to work out. I just wouldn't tell her I went on a date with her teacher. I disagree. <laughs> I do feel, I, I do uh, agree with Steph I, with the trust thing. Like the last thing you want to lose is the trust of your child. When you lose the trust of your child, that's it. And so I, th- I do think there needs to be some communication there. You don't have to say like how serious it is or anything, but just like, hey, I'm having lunch with your teacher today. You know, it, you know, just it's nothing school related because what if someone else finds out and hearing something from your friends before, you know, that involves you is the worst. It's the absolute worst. I literally found out my mom was pregnant from my neighbor because my mom told our neighbor's parents and they told the kid, but my parents hadn't told us yet. And that's how I found out. And it made, it, it made me really angry with my parents that they didn't tell me that. Oh, were you angry at your friend? Or what did you do when your friend told you that? I was mom- I was like, what are you talking uh-huh. about? And they're like, yeah, I, your mom's pregnant. I'm like, no, she's not. And then I found out she was. And I was so upset. And I'm like, why did you tell the neighbors before you told your uh-huh. child? Like, I was so upset about it. And my buddy does do the day. Just imagine he's like a downtown Summerlin and his daughter's friends are there like, wait. Yeah. Yeah, this is a small town. I'd be real careful. I'll keep you posted what happens. It's Mix 94.1. And now, it's the Daily Dirt with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Taylor Swift has become the first female artist in Spotify history to reach 100 million monthly subscribers. Now, Taylor just recently poked fun of her infamous Kanye incident uh, from the 2009 MTV Video Music Awards. That's when Kanye rudely interrupted her during her acceptance speech for Best Female Video. Let's go back to that moment. So, Taylor, I'm really happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. So rude. Uh, During Taylor's show in Mexico on Sunday night, she was cut off by the crowd. They were chanting her name. They were chanting her name. And then Taylor had this to say down in Mexico. Just people chanting your name. It's uh, really the only way to be I mean, it obviously made her stronger, so look at her now. Yeah, 2009. It's crazy. I think it was that long ago. This is a bizarre set of events surrounding former Bachelorette contestant. uh, contestant. His name is Josh Cedar. He was on the show back in 2015. So Monday afternoon, there was a lengthy post on his Instagram account announcing his death. Entertainment outlets around the globe ran with the story. Well, it turns out Josh is not dead. Someone hacked his Instagram account and played a cruel joke. He let everyone know late Tuesday that he's still alive and well. He said, quote, somebody was playing a cruel joke and mocking my mental illness and the struggles I've gone through with depression and suicide attempts. And I'm sorry for all the pain they caused when they made that post. TMZ and other outlets are pointing this out, saying you waited up to 20 hours to let everyone know, hey, I'm okay. I'm not dead. 
Yeah, I saw his ex-girlfriend. Um, she made a comment saying that she does not believe that this was, you know, a, a, a hacking job. That she's had her Instagram hacked and it took her months to get it back. And that um, he was doing it for attention. I, I don't know anything of the guy. Literally the first time I've ever heard of him. But this, yeah, that's either way. It's sad. <laughs> it's sad. And one would think, though, too, because he does have other outlets, Twitter, Facebook, to let everyone know that, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I was hacked. But that's actually, that's a great point. That's the most surprising thing. If anyone has had their Instagram account hacked, to get it back within 20 hours, that's a shocking thing. Yeah, it takes that, forever to get it back. And the whole, that, something similar happened with that little Tay. And uh, she she said she was hacked too, but a lot of people are saying that that was a publicity stunt. I, I don't know why you would want that kind of publicity. You know, mm-hmm, that, that tension, just, yeah. Yeah, it's not good. What do you think of this? I want your thoughts on this. Uprocks.com took on the task of ranking the top 50 soundtrack albums of all time. And number three, they've got Pulp Fiction. Number two, they've got Saturday Night Fever. Top soundtracks of all time. And number one, they put Purple Rain. Those are all good. Do you agree with Purple Rain being number one, or would you slice something else there in the top three? Oh, gosh. There's so many soundtracks to pick from. I think that's a definitely a good choice. I, I Honestly, I've never seen Purple Rain. Don't don't hate me, people. I've never sat down and watched Purple Rain. I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I love all the songs from it, so I'd say that works. I remember being a kid wanting to like see it at some point. My parents saying no. I was yeah, allowed to. I wasn't it was too allowed racy. to watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it too steamy to see. I've been waiting since 6.30 to get to this. We only have to wait a couple more minutes more minutes. Do you want to give us a, a teaser of what you're going to reveal coming up here next? Yeah, we were talking earlier. We were playing Two Truths and a Lie, and my uh, my statement today was a celebrity acted inappropriately with me on this show, and I was telling the truth. It really happened. It was on this show that a celebrity did and said something that made me so upset and was so inappropriate and you guys have been wanting to know what happened well i'll tell you i'll tell you what happened coming up next it's mix 94.1 sometimes things will slip through the cracks and it's not intentional and maybe maybe it is intentional to like keep it but there was something that happened on this show uh a while back that I never have talked about and it kind of came out during two truths and a lie last hour. My statement was um, I <laughs> how did I phrase it? I said I have uh, interacted with uh, or a celebrity acted inappropriately with me on this show and I, a lot of people thought I was lying about that. They're like oh she would have talked about yeah. it. I purposely did not talk about that. I was telling the truth by the way. Because it bothered me so much, and it still bothers me to this day over what happened. And JC, you were there. You were there when it happened, but I don't think you heard what happened. If I know who it is, I remember us talking about it in the office after it happened. Possibly, yeah. But I remember the re- you talking to me and whoever was maybe Jocelyn producing at the time. I can't remember. But I remember being in the was. office and you talking about the situation after the fact. Yeah. So basically, um, have you ever had just someone 
act say something or do something so inappropriate with you and the, I, like i look back on that moment and what i wish i would have done and what i did do and there's a vast difference i really really wish i would have acted differently so we had a we had a celebrity guest in studio and i'm not gonna say who it is i just don't want to open that can of worms so i'm really sorry if that bothers people i just i'm not doing it um we had a guest in studio and interview. It was great. All this, everything was fine. We had a lot of fun. And when it was over, it, we were like saying our goodbyes. And everyone's like, well, it was great. Everybody, you know, thank you so much. Blah, blah, blah. And I, um, the guest approached me to give me a big hug. And I was down for it. Like, I am a hugger. I hug, like, pretty much all our guests, even if I don't know them. It's kind of well, awkward. Uh, got a big hug. All of a sudden, the person grabs my butt, like, grabs, like, squeeze with one hand and then whispers something into my ear. And I like froze. I was like, what is happening? Like their mouth gets super close to my ear. And uh, <laughs> the audacity, like I'm actually, I'm tearing up because I'm so angry right now. The audacity of what they said to me. I just can't even. I don't think you told uh, me what they said. I Maybe did you're it? thinking about a different person uh, here now. Can I put the person's name? Can Steph see it? Yeah, she can see it, but you guys just have to. Please don't say. I'm not going to say no. I would not. Like, not okay. Oh, I can't. It's not let me type up here. This okay. Stupid system. Anyway. Uh, um. The, okay. Did you put it up? No. Yeah, I put it up. Do you see it? Oh yes, yes, and yes. That is okay. who. That is who the person was. Um, they said to me, "You know why I'm doing this?" Referring to grabbing my butt. Because I can. Direct quote. Oh, you didn't tell us that. I didn't tell you. You that didn't part. tell us that. No, I. No. I felt like I told. Then it was whoever else was here. I know I told someone that because I like. Oh, like I'm so mad just talking about it right now. But that's what it was. You know why I'm doing this? Because I can. And I. Oh. And I froze. I was so just in shock. That I, I felt like this was a, it wasn't really happening, and I think I even like maybe laughed because I was just so in shock. I was like, <laughs> and I then I remember pulling away and like, okay, bye. And I was just like sitting there, just in complete and total shock. I was just like so dismayed by the whole situation that it didn't really fully sink in until after the show. And I think maybe that's when I told you, you guys about that. But I. I know I told someone about what he said. I was just, I was so angry. He grabs your butt and utters the words. One more time. Do you know why I'm doing this? Because I can. I, oh. I, I was just, I couldn't believe it. Like I, I will. And I even just like the inflection and all that. Like I, I never got that out of my mind. It's like stuck there. And I'm so, I'm so angry right now talking about it. Well, that person has never been on the show ever since. Nope. It didn't come up <laughs> again. And we're, like, nope. we're like, nope, we're like, nope, not coming back I, on. Absolutely not. And, and never will be ever, 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 ever again. I think, I think even so our conversation in the office started because I was complaining about the level of cologne. 
because I got in the, the bro hug from the person. Okay. And there was like still cologne on me after the show. And I think they were talking like, my gosh, I still got that cologne on me. And then you start talking about what you went through with that person. Oh my gosh. What a violation, Mercedes. It truly is. Yeah. Uh, Steph, go. <laughs> you're putting notes up there. I am so upset, Mercedes. The fact that you were touched, that he squeezed your butt mm-hmm. and he said that. That is something that she, he's walking around. He, I see his social media. He's like everyone loves him. And okay, like let's please, please. I'm I, sorry. I, I, like, like, yeah, I just he don't, needs to be canceled. Like I, that is not okay. I'm not gonna say their name, but it's like this is something that's not okay. And what if he's continuing to do this to other women? With, uh, uh, go ahead. With the, the DJ that supposedly touched Taylor Swift's butt in the um in the um in the the, the radio the court. D- yeah, the radio yes. DJ. It was, a, it was a meet and greet, and he's behind her. And he puts his hands down there, and there's a photo of it, and he touches her butt. So I, I do want to clarify, I did say something, not to them, but to, like, people involved in, like, the management. PR team and stuff. Okay. Yes. yes, after the fact. Like, it was like a week after, like, once it fully absorbed. And um, and I said, I, I told that person what happened, and they were mortified. They were like, what at first actually i felt like they didn't believe me and this is like now i i kind of understand why some women don't speak out about things because you're it's always like your word against someone else's and like when someone has such a good reputation about oh being so this and so that it's like why say it like no one's gonna believe you but um i did say something and at first they seemed kind of like what and when i was like just you know, they knew I was not making up a story. Uh, what reason would you I have no to make that to make up, up, you know? And uh, they were like, uh, this will be a conversation. Um, sincere apology. I don't know whatever happened with that, but they did come back around at some point and uh, offer a guest that, that, as a guest. And I was like, no. Yeah. But really did you get not. it a straight apology from no, him? No. Not, not his team. Oh, no, on the behalf of no, so-and-so. Just, just that person at the time that I mentioned what happened. Um, why was that person on the show in the, in the first place? I don't Looking know. Back, <laughs> yeah, but, I'm like, uh, why? <laughs> a D-lister. <laughs> okay. okay, 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 okay no, 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 no. I'm messing with you. Please, please, please. Yeah, so we're getting a bunch of texts. Did you tell your husband? Yes, I told my husband. He is. He was absolutely livid. And I think if he ever comes face to face with that person, I would probably have to restrain him. Someone says, oh, my God, I'm so mad for you. What a bleep. Uh, wish I knew who it was, but understand why you aren't saying your name. Uh, wow. W. Yeah, there's yeah, it, it was just it was a, it was like a traumatizing thing that I think I put in the back of my mind. And so now talking about it again, I'm so upset about it. But yeah, yeah, that's that. That's the story. That's what happened. True story. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. Well, you know what? Now, so you revealed you revealed this happened at six thirty. You told the story at seven thirty. At eight thirty, we would say the person's first name. No, at nine thirty, last name. <laughs> no, absolutely not. It's not happening. <laughs> no, much respect for you. We'll never do something like that. Um, so coming up next hour, we do have those tickets for you to join us at a Las Vegas Aces game that happens at eight twenty-five. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. All right. Well, as the SAG-AFTRA strike continues, many working actors 
have turned to the app Cameo to make ends meet. More than 2,400 performers have joined or reactivated their Cameo accounts, which is an increase of 137%. The average price for Cameo for Business, which allows the video to be used for commercial purposes, is $1,700. And for non-business bookings, the average price is about $70. SAG-AFTRA has strict rules in place for those actors in strike, but in May, prior to the strike, the two parties did reach an agreement allowing actors to count their cameo for business earnings towards health and pension benefits. SAG-AFTRA says 86% of its actors don't qualify for the union's health plan, um, plans a $26,000 income threshold. So support the actors by going over to cameo and getting one of those. We did a, it was your birthday two years ago. We did a bit where I think, what was our, our cap stuff? Was it $25 or $50 cap to get a cameo, get a celebrity to wish you happy birthday? Was it 50 or 25? I think it was 50. It was 50. It was $50 cap to get you a, a celebrity to call in. And you, it, it's interesting. You have to tell the celebrity what you, your likes and dislikes. And then they record that video and some are long, some are short. Some will say they do it and don't follow through and you get a refund. It's a whole thing. with Wait, cameo. my celeb did never gave Mercedes their message. So you got a refund? I got a refund, yes. Oh, slim from 112. Oh, I can't believe that, too. They, just, they don't even know that that's my favorite song. Too. Is that what it was? Slim from 112? Yes, the S, the L, the, the I, I, the M. M. Yeah, that was him. Good intentions. Oh, that was great, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, also this morning, so there's a difference between a tourist attraction and a tourist trap, okay? The latter is something that's a major letdown. Totally not worth it. In USA Today, they just analyzed over 23.2 million Google reviews of the 500 most top popular tourist attractions in the world to determine which ones are the least worth the trip. And seven of the top 10 are in America. No. Yes. Including all of the top five. So here, here are your top five, um, like biggest tourist traps traps okay all okay. right um and who has been to any of these can you verify are they, are they straight up tourist traps tourist traps number one of the worst tourist traps four corners monument in arizona you've been there <laughs> i've been <laughs> there. Been there um the salem witch museum in massachusetts i've never been there never the calico ghost town in california I've heard of that. You drive by, you drive I've it on seen the 15. The exit. Yeah, yeah, you see the signs for it. So we've seen the sign. We've seen the sign. The Crazy Horse Memorial in South Dakota. Never that, been. That sounds like that would be incredible. I'm kind of surprised about that one. Um, and the International UFO Museum in New Mexico. Those are your top five. Blue Lagoon in Iceland is number six. That's the top non-U.S. tourist trap. The other um, ones in the top ten uh, for America include the Voodoo Donut Shop in Oregon <laughs> and Pike Place Market in Washington State. I love Pike Place Market. I had such a good time just walking around there. I thought that place was awesome. What would you add to the list? Is there anything that you've been to that like, oh my gosh. I was going to say Four Corners. That was just the biggest waste of time. It's just dirt. Like, the, I, I don't even know why my dad thought we needed to stop there. That, that for, That's it for me, personally. There's an area in Pennsylvania, it's called Ringing Rocks, where you bring a piece of metal and you hit the rock and it makes this unique ringing sound. And we went to that, and as a kid, I felt like we were driving for 10 hours, but I'm sure it was pretty close to our, to our house. But we get there, and my parents realized they didn't have any spoons or metal for us to ring the rocks. So then you can go buy metal so you can ring the rocks and go walk out there, hit it, the rocks go ding. 
And that's it. I'm going out there and setting up a spoon stand. (laughs) Seriously, (laughs) my mom's like, oh my gosh, I forgot the spoon. Yeah, how are we supposed to ring it? 50 bucks, lady. You want (laughs) to ring the rock? (laughs) All right. Finally, this morning, um, in 2017, a woman bought an original painting by early 20th century American artist Newell Converse Wyeth. And it was just in a bin of posters and prints in a thrift store. So this woman paid four bucks for this painting, okay? And she joked about it possibly being real. She even hung it up in her bedroom for a couple of years before she put it in a closet. Well, earlier this year, the woman posted a picture of the painting on social media. And someone actually recognized it as being an authentic Wyeth painting. So the artist is most well known for his illustrations. Um, he's illustrated like over a hundred books in his 40 year career. And they believe that this woman's painting is one of four that was created by him for a 1939 print edition of the book Ramona, you know, by Helen Hunt Jackson, not I don't think it was the Beverly Cleary Ramonas. But anyway, <laughs> uh, after they confirmed this painting's authenticity, the woman decided to auction the artwork off. And um, it, it's, it's expected that this painting, this four dollar painting that she bought will sell between one hundred and fifty to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars oh my gosh four what a bucks score. i know i know that i it, that makes me want to go to thrift shops so bad seriously when I see stuff that like benefit that. t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus at&t and verizon when they switch visit your local t-mobile store today Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. So hilarious. Yeah. Yes, it is. How what, one comment can really like make people just run with all these crazy theories. And we talked about this on the show yesterday. Um, they had that big Super Bowl host committee press conference and Governor Joe Lombardo was asked who he thought should play the halftime show. Everyone's talking about this. There, yeah. There's all these rumors going around. And he said ACDC. <laughs> Which, I mean, I don't know why I'm laughing. I mean, ACDC is great, but I don't know. I did just when he said ACDC, I was like, what? <laughs> but then he, he followed up and said, I'm serious. Why not? We should get ACDC. People, people are like saying names like Harry Styles and Taylor Swift and, and whoever. And Joe's like, ACDC. <laughs> so, um, 
I was telling you guys. Now, well, th- that got a lot of people talking. Like, does he know something? We don't know. So everyone's now talking and, and throwing ACDC into the mix. And uh, I was telling you guys how I used to take a spin class that Joe was in every every Sunday. It's 9 a.m. Sunday morning. Lacey taught it. And uh, I, I would sit and uh, I, my bike was in the second row. His was in the third row. And he always requested Thunderstruck. That was his favorite song. And so when it would come on, I would totally bombastic side-eye him. I was like, oh, Joe. Because this song is such a hard song to spin to because this part, they're like, okay, let's go. Pick it up. Let's go. And I'm like, (laughs) trying to pedal to keep up with this. He loved this song, and it's one of the longest songs ever. Almost five minutes long. Oh, my gosh. And it's, it's high intensity all the way through. It doesn't slow down at no, one point. There's no rest spot in this song. So I had to always give him a hard time. Like, please don't request Thunderstruck, please. And now when I heard that he said ACDC, it all makes sense. I was uh, actually reaching out to his uh, communications director, and I think we, we he, he'll call the show and discuss his ACDC pick here uh, later on this morning. Oh, awesome. He's on a plane right now, but um, I'm texting her and she's like, yeah, I'll have him call this morning, probably around 930. Well, I know how it works, too. They all just throw names out there. Then the committee decides on who they're going to go after. And that person has to be available. They don't get paid for it. The uh, the payment is the publicity they get from doing the Super Bowl. But if we're all on that committee, who would, let's say we're all on the committee. Who would you suggest? Who would it be? Whose name? Joe says ACDC. What name would you throw in? There? What would you throw in? 702-364-9400. Throw a name out there. Um, I, it's so hard to pick. And now, I mean, I know that, like I said, Harry Styles has been named a lot. And I would love to see Harry Styles. Do I think he has the mass appeal big enough for a Super Bowl? I personally think he does, but I'm sure there's going to be a lot of haters out there. They're like, Harry Styles. I mean, he just came off a huge world tour. He's got a ton of hits. And I think that he could shock everyone by bringing out his fellow members of One Direction and doing doing something like that. I would like to see him. I think he would be fun. What do you guys think? Who? If you could just pick the Super Bowl halftime performer, who would you pick? Joe says ACDC. I say Harry Styles. Who do you say? I'm going to say Garth Brooks. He's got a huge following. I think he has that crossover appeal. He's got a residency starting here in Las Vegas. But I would feel like I would want Garth with some kind of surprise element. And I don't know what the surprise element would be. But I, I think Garth might Trisha be Yearwood? Oh, my gosh. Oh, hey, who happens to be here? Why? My wife happens to be on every show, and here she is singing a song. If you saw his little residency there at, at Wynn Encore, that was his thing every night. And he made it sound like it was a surprise. Hey, bring her out. And he applauded, and she comes out. And he was always, too. Before every show, he had just flew in from his kid's soccer game. That's how he started every yeah. show. Uh, th- I went to one, and they said the exact same thing. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, we're getting some text here. We, this was something that was actually mentioned. Um, it was the boy band compilation. It says, like, how they did a bunch of hip-hop artists that one year. Just yeah. like the NSYNCs, the, um, the Backstreet Boys. Who else? You, 90 Degrees 90, was mentioned. Boys to Men. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that... You wouldn't be short of hits, that's for sure. That montage, each band comes in, sings a little bit of their song, they bring in the next band. I mean, that one a couple years ago was a smash hit. Yeah, that would be really big. Uh, 
we're getting so many boy band texts. Uh, this text just came in. It says Billy Joel should be the Super Bowl halftime performer. You definitely have a mass appeal with Billy Joel. There's a lot of people that like him, but the, I don't know that the younger generation yeah. is as familiar with him. I don't know. When I think Billy Joel, I think of 1980s, 1990s Billy Joel. Does, yeah. does he still have that punch when he performs in concert? I, I haven't seen him in concert. It's been a long time. Okay, how about this one? This text, this is a good one. It said, should be all Las Vegas artists. Imagine Dragons, The Killers, Panic at the Disco, One Weekend Reunion. I mean, it would just fit with yeah. it being here. Do you think they do something where it's outside of Allegiant Stadium, where it's spread out? Through, there's so many cool spots here in town. They, they start. It starts in the stadium. All of a sudden, they cut to someone in front of the fountains at the Bellagio, and then there's someone on Fremont Street. It's like a citywide performance. I don't like that. I like it to all be in one place because then I'm just watching on a monitor, which it's like, okay, that's how I. If I'm at the game, yeah, I want to yeah. see it. But um, uh, yeah, I think I think that would be a really good idea to do all Vegas artists. That would be a lot of fun. So Joe Lombardo possibly calling the show before 10 a.m. to give us his <laughs> thoughts on ACDC, who, by the way, are getting back together for a concert coming up in October. So I wonder if he knows something that we don't know. We're going to dig a little. I, I'm going to dig and, you know. We go back. We took spin together. <laughs> uh, Joe Lombardo possibly before 10 a.m. Las Vegas Aces, their final game of the regular season is on Sunday, September 10th, and you'll be there with us. We've got your tickets to go see the Aces and Phoenix Mercury coming up here in just about 10 minutes. What is getting out of hand? Something that you're you're noticing and you're like, okay, now we're just going too far now. This is getting out of hand. Let us know what's getting out of hand at 702-364-9400. There's something in my mind that is really getting out of hand, and it is monthly subscriptions what the heck i have monthly subscriptions for everything i was looking at my credit card bill last night monthly subscription hulu netflix icloud storage peloton mm-hmm. i'm like i have so many monthly subscriptions uh, you know games vehicle features i had to put like my monthly subscription to some monitoring thing i have on my on my car like it's just it's getting out of hand there are so many monthly subscriptions i just i i'm so over it I'm so over it. I heard there was an, an ad for this company that you, you get and you punch in your name and information and they'll locate all the stuff that you subscribe to and help you cancel the things. But at the same time, you need to subscribe to a service. Of course you do. I mean, that's, I'm like, that's kind of cool. Then there's like a monthly fee. I'm like, wait, now I'm subscribing to another service just so you can unsubscribe me to all the services that I subscribe to. But I'm oddly intrigued by it because I just sometimes I'll see a monthly a subscription and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I do have a Canva account. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> dang. I didn't realize that. I, I, I've been using the free version. I actually have the paid version that I haven't been using. What is getting out of hand? Carrie, good morning. What do you think? Traffic. Traffic? Why do you say traffic? Well, I live in Henderson and my kids go to school southwest and it's like 45 minutes to an hour each way. 
Oh my god! Do you guys remember when it took 15 minutes to get everywhere? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> that, and I still think that in my mind. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, it'll only take me 15 minutes. An hour later, yeah, Gary, traffic's out of control. It is out of control. What else is out of control? Concert tickets in the process of buying concert tickets. Concert tickets are so expensive if you can get your hands on one. We saw the debacle with Taylor Swift. I think the same thing happened with Beyonce. The, getting concert tickets... It used to be so easy to get concert tickets and so affordable to get concert tickets. You want to take a family afford it to a concert? It's a mortgage payment. Not just a concert, like a game. It, just tickets in general. The the prices and I I feel like a lot of it is Las Vegas. Like, don't get me wrong. I know that for the Eras Tour in any other city, it's still insane. But we we're going to go to a Padres game in San Diego. The price of four tickets, really good tickets, there versus like, and they're different sports, I know. It's not, it's apples and oranges, but if we were to get similar seats at a Golden Knights game, mm-hmm. we would pay three times as much. Like, it's it's crazy, the price of, of tickets here. It's a good point. It's not just concerts. It's all across the board. And how, many, how about when you get inside the venue? The prices of drinks, food, and everything else you want to buy. Yeah, that's uh, that's out of control. What else is out of control? This text uh, says tipping everywhere is getting out of hand. What's your take on on the when you t- pay via square and they give you the phone <laughs> and it's like 15, 20, 25 percent? I always feel the pressure to hit 25 percent. You'll max out. I mean, like part of I just want to do 20, but I'm like. Do I look like a jerk if they're like, well, why didn't they give me 25? What did I do to not earn the 25? You know, that's it's out of control. And there's another button, I think, down below, like, or other. And you got to scroll down. You got to hit that. And you got to type in the thing about everything you want. Yeah, especially especially with, like, the self like, at the gym. I'll go and buy a um, protein shake that's already made. It's, it's, you know, I'm just turning around and getting it out of the refrigerator. And she gives it to me, and I pay. And the same thing, the tipping options pop up. I mean, you just turned around and got me something. So all I'll do is I do the minimum because I, I feel bad. I feel guilty. And the minimum is like 10% or something, and it's a, it's a $4 drink, so it's a small amount. But it's just there's pressure on it. There's a lot of pressure. I was uh, I took my daughter. To, she, she hurt her ankle, and I was like, I got to make her feel better. So I took her to get ice cream mm-hmm. uh, over the weekend. And we walk in, and she's on her crutches. And, and, and you know they're like, oh, what happened? They're so nice. And so I'm like, I'm going to tip. I'm going to tip them. They're so nice. And so I think I grabbed – it was either a five a ten dollar bill I, I can't remember i think it was a five and uh i was like there i, I want to make sure she sees i'll take care of her and so i put it in the thing and she had turned her back right oh, at that moment that's the worst. I was like, <laughs> so i kind of pulled it back out and i waited for her to, to look at me again and i was like i go so, oh my gosh i'm so embarrassed i go for you <laughs> <laughs> It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Okay, our contestant is Crystal. Crystal, you're caller 20. Awesome. I'm so excited. All right, let's get you these tickets to check out the Las Vegas Aces. We've got three categories for you to choose from. Do you want to go with bow tie, boardwalk, or queen's gambit? Uh, let's do boardwalk. Boardwalk. It is National Beach Day wa- is today, actually. These are all things associated with the beach, okay? Okay. Who do you, um, you want to pick as your partner? Let's do Mercedes. Okay. All right, Crystal, you got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, and you win, and you start now. She sells seashells by the sea. Uh, 
Sally? Oh no. Um, okay. Um, it, uh, it, it, it's it's okay. You're, we're gonna pass that one. Um, this is the green stuff that you get tangled up in when you're. Algae. Um, another Seaweed. one. Yes. Um, I put this on. Maybe it's a one piece. Maybe it's a two piece. Swimsuit. This is what if, if, I, if I'm if I'm swimming um, and I don't want water to get into my eyes, I put on these goggles. This is what I build on the beach with my kids and some shovels. I build a castle. Yes. This is um I take a board and I go out into the ocean and Perfect. yes, this is um these might like the, you see these all over Las Vegas. They're beautiful, swaying in the wind. Um, coconuts might fall from them. Ten seconds. Palm trees. Congratulations! All right, that's awesome. Crystal, you're all set with it. Four tickets to the Las Vegas Aces, Phoenix Mercury. That game is on Sunday, September 10th. We'll be there. It's the final regular game of the season. Congratulations. We have these tickets again tomorrow morning at 825. Let's go back to that first one. I thought she was going to just drop it right away. It was short. Yes, yes. I, 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 it is Sally, though. Yeah, that's right. I didn't specify Sally, who though. it was, was so, so I get it. <laughs> hey, next hour, the winning continues, 940. We've got your tickets to go see Ed Sheeran. People will do some crazy things uh, for for beauty, but that is something I have never heard of. But I'm intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a friend, and she is going to do this. She's going to get Botox injections in her traps, and it's, I think the the name for it is called trap tox. Is what she's going to get because she is always like tense, and she feels once you. The theory behind it is, or the science behind it, is you get the Botox in your traps, and that helps relax your traps, relax your shoulders, and relax and relieves all that tension up there in your upper neck and your back. Yeah, if, the, if you don't know, trap is short for trapezoid, the, that, those muscles right there that kind of, and they, they, if you get really tense, they can make you like look really like big. Yes, yeah, yeah and that's one of the things, she wants to just... Just relax them. So if you get the Botox put in there, that'll just automatically relax them for you. So she's going to get trap tox done. I've never heard of that. I didn't know that. I mean, it seems like Botox can pretty much cure anything. It started out as if you have really bad migraines, get, do that. And then it, it turned into the, uh, oh, well, look at that. We have no more wrinkles. I, I like that. <laughs> then I have a, 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 well, I don't know them personally, but I have a friend who says one of her friends she gets uh, the the Botox in her armpits for sweat. It, it prevents her from sweating. And she also does it in her feet because her feet would get really sweaty. So I, I'm not surprised they found another use for it. It seems to be like the cure-all for a lot of things. It really is. On the underarm thing, so you get the injections. I don't know if you have the answer to this or not. But then what happens? You just sweat less or the toxins like still in your body? Or it, what happens with that? It just prevents you from sweating from what I understand. I mean... Um, I'm sure we could get uh, a doctor who specializes in uh, injection and talk to them about that. But from what I understand, it just it, it completely stops you from sweating. And it's temporary, of course, mm -hmm. just like Botox is anywhere, unfortunately. And so <laughs> uh, I'm like, oh, man, has it already been six months? Dang it. Now I got to go back. Do you, do you get sweaty pits? Um, I don't. I did when we didn't have air conditioning oh my in here. I was sweating every single day, but like right now, no, I'm not sweaty at all. If I, I get it, it's just one pit. It's just the right one. If I get it, it's like, it's not, it's not even. It'll only be like the right one in certain situations where I'm, I don't know, the shirt that I'm wearing, but it's never like matching. It's just the left one's fine. It's the right one. That's the only one that uh, gets the pits going. So you would have the Rotox instead of the <laughs> Lotox. <laughs> one pit only. Yeah. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1.
Okay, so everyone has been annoyed at one point or another by a kid on a on an airplane. Even if you're a parent, maybe it was your own kid. A Turkish Dutch airline called Karendin Airlines is going to be introducing adult only zones for flights between Amsterdam and Curaçao starting in November. That's It's usually a 10 to 11 hour flight. So the airline said it's intended for travelers traveling without children and for business travelers who want to work in a quiet environment. But this is not to be like anti-parent at all. They actually claim parents will be breathing a sigh of relief because they can worry less about reactions from fellow passengers when their child is crying. The only adult zones are going to be in the front section and it will be physically separated from the rest of the plane using walls and curtains. It's, It's not clear if they're going to have some sort of like fortifying barrier with soundproofing but this section will cost more but not that much you'll pay an extra 50 bucks per seat and for 110 if you want to add one with more legroom. and for the record they consider adults anyone 16 and older so an extra 50 bucks you sit in this private section where they're guaranteed there's going to be no kids. There's still be kids on the flight, just in the back of the plane, wherever, but not in your section. I wouldn't do it. It's a waste of 50 bucks. Really? I would. For you a would? Ten, for a 10 to an 11 hour flight? Absolutely, I would. To be kid free? Yeah, just, I mean, and, and again, I have kids and I've been the one with the crying kid. I felt so bad for the other people around me. I Gosh, I kept apologizing. And luckily, I never dealt with a, a, a mean person. Everyone was really understanding. But if you're trying to get work done or trying to sleep, I get it. Like, for 50 bucks for 10 to 11 hours, absolutely. If it's from here to L.A., no way. Like, I can, I, I'm fine. Up. But yeah, for that, 100%, I would sign up for that. That's a long, what's the longest flight you ever done? Just from, probably from here to Europe. Um, Which is what, about eight hours or so? Yeah, eight, nine hours. Uh, those, And then pile on connections and delays. And Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. What's the longest one you've done? Uh, probably just here to the uh, to the East Coast, so maybe five and a half hours, yeah. six hours. I mean, flight. There's been delays and everything else. You know, full 24 hours because of delays. But as far as get on the plane and go, six hours. I, I like this option, though. And, and it's not meant to shame anyone. It's just meant to make things a little bit easier as they, uh, you know, travel. And on a long flight, if if you can get rest, I can't sleep on a plane. Even on those long hauls, I cannot ever fully sleep. But if if it's a little quiet, I'll, I'll be happy about that. Here I am saying no to the $50, but I'll be down to plunk down, what is it now, like 35 bucks to get early bird boarding on a Southwest flight. Yeah, I know, which is still <laughs> not guaranteeing you A group. It's, yeah, sometimes you're B. Yeah. Yeah. What happened in the glory days? You're, uh, you're like a guaranteed a one through thirty. Girly pop. I have no idea. I, <laughs> I am like, what is happening? Here? Oh my gosh! Why, it's nuts now. I, why am I B three? Yes. I pay for early bird. <laughs> this is unacceptable. Um, also, this morning, have you ever been in this situation where you're expecting an important call from someone that you don't know? So you actually have to answer phone calls from unknown numbers and it just it, it's stressful, right? There was a time when people heard the phone ring and they just actually picked it up, not even knowing who it was. But now with scammers and telemarketers, it's made it so 80 percent of us do not like to answer the phone if it's an unknown number. There's, they did this poll and 54 percent of people say they never do. Never Others say it depends. Um, that may be the cases, like when you know you have to answer it, but you don't know the person's number. Um, only 20% of people say they always answer 
Always when it's oh, a no call. Never. Who are you and why? I called. I had to call Steph yesterday for something uh, or Monday regarding Try Tuesday. I think she was shocked over the fact that I was calling her. The reason why I was shocked was because first you called me and then I picked up and I couldn't hear you and you hung up. And then you called me a second time and the first thing I said when I when I answered was, "Are you butt calling me?" <laughs> <laughs> You're like, "No, it's for Try Tuesday." I was like, "Oh, what's up? What's up?" <laughs> Were you like, "Yeah, I got to get mayonnaise and." Um, make all of our lives miserable so how were you after that was your stomach queasy at all throughout the day it was fine it was just more the idea of doing it that got me um at the end of the day it wasn't as bad as i thought it would be but it was just the the idea of it was making me uh, just totally sick you know if you missed it it was mayonnaise in coffee we mixed mayonnaise in coffee and we tried it and we actually posted the everything uh on social media and everywhere and i reposted stuff on my stories and every comment was the vomiting emoji yeah it was uh it was pretty gross if you think about what we were doing but when when you tasted it it didn't taste that Mm -hmm. bad all right finally this morning a woman post on tiktok about how she and her husband regularly switch sides of the bed that they sleep on is making people crazy what do you think about this she says we do not have a regular side of the bed that we sleep on it's never discussed we just randomly pick a side where we sleep that night people are going insane in the comment section uh one person says this is the craziest thing i've ever heard another person says i think i'm even more surprised that you found each other and are both okay with this (laughs) (laughs) meanwhile other people are wondering how the couple arrange their nightstands with all the switching around. Like, don't you have your own nightstand mm-hmm. with your stuff in it? The woman said that they get by with interchangeable phone chargers and glorified junk drawers. Do you guys have an assigned spot? And if so, would you ever consider just being random and switching? No, we have we have our side. So if I, if if I'm lying face if you're lying face down in the bed, wherever we go, hotel, family's house, wherever, lying face down in the bed, Laura's on the left side. I'm on the right side. Facing the bed? Like, like if you're lying down on your stomach on the bed, Laura would be on my left. Lying on your stomach? If you, you lie, on, lie on the bed on your Wh- stomach. Why are you laying on your stomach? Why aren't you laying on your back? Okay, if I'm lying on my back, Laura's <laughs> on my right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just of all ways to go. So you're suffocating yourself while we're just... That's how I sleep, Mercedes. Face down on the pillow like this. You do? Okay. Um, So if you're lying on your back, um, I'm on the right side and he is on the left side of the bed. Lying on the back, you're on the right, Matt's on the left. Yeah. That's like how we are That's the same way, yeah. Yeah. Um, When he goes out of town, like he was out of town this weekend, and I had the whole bed to myself, I noticed that I don't even go on that side. Like, I could literally spread out, but I don't. My side was all messy, and his side was, like, perfectly (laughs) intact. (laughs) And when you go to hotels, you do the same thing? Um, Well, yes, but we do switch because he wants to protect me, so... He wants me to sleep on the side furthest from the door. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, well, I'm by the window. Yeah, you're by and the balcony. He's like, well, Spider-Man's not going to jump <laughs> on the side of the building and come in. You got to be able to jump like, up and protect your spouse. <laughs> I did it. I did something I said I would never do, and I did it. And I've been doing it for the past three days. And uh, I'm just like, stop it, will you? Stop it. But I can't help myself. Uh, have you ever told yourself you would never do something? And then you one day realize, oh, I did it.
<laughs> I did it. So my uh, my oldest, she went back to, to school. She's in San Diego. And uh, she's living in like this, it's dorms, but it's like an apartment. It's like there's a common living space. And then there's two girls in one bedroom on one side. And then there's uh, my daughter and her friend uh, on the other side. And they all four know each other. And they're really, they're just a really good group. I love them. They they're so kind to my daughter. They're such good friends. They all went to the beach yesterday and it's just it's it's been really cool. And one thing they I don't know why you guys they like saying hi to me when I'm on FaceTime. It's really weird. Would you ever want to say hi to your friends' parents on FaceTime? Uh I'm in college. I wouldn't. <laughs> Like, why would I want to talk to your parents? I don't know them. What are you bringing to the table they want to talk I to? They're talking know. about BTS. They're talking about the, hey, you're on the radio. Maybe, kind of a cool mom. Uh, yeah, but. You know, it's, uh, a, it's a different level of, of coolness now versus uh, like the, uh, the, the non-radio mom. I can't figure out. Every time I'm on with Sophie and I hear one of them in the background, they're like, Sophie, is that your mom? I want to say hi. I'm like, what? And so last night, they're all in the living room. Sophie's in the bedroom talking to her. And they, I could hear them call her like, Sophie, do you want? So I can't remember what they asked. She's like, hold on. She walked in there. She's like, what? And they go, oh, are you FaceTiming your mom? We want to say hi. So she turns the phone to them. So I see them. And I did what I said I would never do. And I've been doing this every time I see them on FaceTime. I say, hi, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say something like, hey, what's up? I'm like, hi, ladies. Wait, you do this jazz hand too? Yeah, I do the jazz hand. Hi, ladies. And they're like, hi. And then they they don't call me Mrs. Martinez. They call me Mercedes. Do you correct them and say, I am Mrs. Martinez? I said, thank you for calling me by my first name. (laughs) And they're like, you're welcome. Do you want us to refer to you like that? And I'm like, yes, I do. I do. But it's Wait, so Wait, does Sophie funny. refer to their parents by their last name when they call or check in or no one talks to them? she calls it like Mrs. Smith, yes. Mr. Smith. But There's always that one cool parent I you call them by them, their first name. I told them to call me by my first name. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to feel like I'm a grandma. And so, but that's the thing. Like what, I'm a grandma. <laughs> <laughs> what, is the, what is the thing you swore you would never do, but you do now? For me, it's. Hi, ladies. Jazz hand. <laughs> I'm the high ladies mom now. For me, it was over the weekend, and um, but Laura needed gas in her car. I'm like, I'll, I'll go gas it up for you. And then she's like, oh, I need a couple things from the grocery store. I'm like, no problem. I'll run to the grocery store as well. And I've got pants on, and I've got socks on. And I'm like, ah, I don't feel like putting my shoes on. So I went to the garage where I have some flip-flops out there, and I just put flip-flops on. So I went grocery shopping wearing flip-flops with socks. Oh man! And I'm walking around. I'm like looking down. I'm like, oh You're my god! You're that guy. You 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 became that guy with the socks and the flip flops. I know. I just didn't, I didn't. I didn't have the effort to put shoes on or to like take my socks off and just wear the <laughs> flip flops. I didn't. I had zero effort. So I did that. I'm gassing up the car. And I'm like, oh, oh, look at you. I'm looking down at my feet. I'm like, wait, <laughs> I've got to go to Albertsons after this. So I walk through the grocery store, just trying to hide my feet behind the cart. That's. I mean, and that's okay. We we are allowed to change our minds in life. That's. The great thing i'm not doing it again oh well i can't say i'm not gonna say hi ladies again mercedes this was so gross last night at the gym if we were to make a list of like gym commandments 
What? You went to the gym last night? It is gross. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> if we were to make a list, let's say we made a list of gym, gym commandments. What would you put, want to put on that list of gym commandments? 702-364-9400. Because what I would want to put on there is to, to wipe down your machine when you're done with it. I go to do lat pull-downs, and I'm walking over there. And when I see the machine, I see the seat that you're going to sit in. It looks clean, whatever. So I sit on it, and then you have to put your legs under these pads so you can do the lap pull-downs. I slid my legs under the pads, and it was like they were drenched. Someone that used it prior to me must have had sweaty legs, and that sweat was still on the pads. So I got that sweat on my legs. I'm like, oh, that that should be the number one commandment. When you're done with a piece of equipment, wipe it down. You got to wipe it down. Yeah, I'm not sure why people just don't do that. Like, why they don't think that they need to do that. Maybe they just don't care enough to do it. But it seems like that would be just common courtesy where it shouldn't even have to be a commandment because you would just do it automatically. One would think, but there's a handful of people at, at uh, I think, gyms all across the country. They go in there, they're sweaty, and they leave their... I'm not saying if they're... I'll go so far as to if there's not sweat, if there's visible sweat, I want it wiped down. If there's not visible sweat, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. But if there's visible sweat that I'm going to touch that equipment and have your sweat, the wetness on my hands or on my body, you got to wipe the thing down. Yeah, that's pretty pretty nasty. Uh, Steph, do you have a gym commandment you would make? Oh, man, how long do we have? Yeah. <laughs> well, the, my one thing that comes to mind is when people slam their equipment down super loud and it just startles me it scares me it makes me think like something happened like oh is everything okay so please don't slam your equipment down especially if you're doing one of those uh, at the equipments where like their resistance level you want to make sure you're putting things down slowly anyway with your workout because that's how you build your resistance i and i agree with that i do think there's an exception on it because when i would do crossfit and we would do barbell work and do lifts and stuff sometimes you know you would do a lift and you would get it up and then you you just gotta throw throw the barbell down. You just yes. gotta you you just gotta drop it. Or you almost had it and you just couldn't do it and you gotta escape from the bar immediately and it's like boom, I'm gonna drop it. But yeah, like on the on the machines and stuff where you're just like, okay, I'm done. Clank. Because it's hitting metal yeah. to metal. Yeah. Oh man. And then another one that I'm thinking of too is when someone's at the mirror and they're lifting weights. Don't block them. Like, give them the respect that they're trying to get their form right. They're trying to make sure that they're doing everything okay. And you just go right in front of them and block them. Come on, you guys. That should be an unspoken rule. The mirror blocking. Also, when you're done, take take the weights off the machine. Like, t- if it's free weights, take the weights off so the next person doesn't have to unload five plates. Or maybe the person can't get the plates off. So when you're done with a piece of equipment, take the weights off. And then also, too, step to your point with we've got the gym. Maybe someone's using dumbbells and they pick them up off the rack. Step back a little bit so other people can access the rack. Because some people will get the dumbbells and they're doing the routine and they're right in front of the rack and they're blocking everything around it. So we have to wait till that person's done until you can slide in and get the weights you need. Mm-hmm. It's My, so annoying. Mine is more of like a kindness-based one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys saw this. This TikTok went viral. This girl, she uh, she I, she considers herself to be heavier and she says she's not in the physical shape she wants to be, but she's been going to the gym for a couple of years and she'll hear like side comments under people's breasts all the time. She said once she was walking out and there were these two young guys behind her and one of them made like a coughing sound like and said ogre or something oh, like God. that. Yeah. And she and, and she's just like, I'm used to these comments. And she goes. So the other day I see this guy that's really fit with tattoos and he's just staring at me. And she thought, oh, my gosh, here we go again. And the guy says to her, excuse me. And she's like, yeah, just waiting for what he has to say. And he goes, 
I see you in here every single day working hard. I'm proud of you. And she said it was like, it, it was, she wanted to cry because it was like the kindest thing. She wasn't expecting that. And so I would say like, if someone, if you see someone and they're not in as great a shape of, as you, or maybe it's their, everyone had a day one. Yes. Everyone yep. had a day one. And maybe it's not their day one. Maybe it's their second year, but everyone progresses at different times. Be kind. Don't make, don't make snide comments to someone who may not be in as good a shape as you or can't lift as much as you or can't run as fast as you. Just be kind. Just be kind in general. Yeah. In life. Be kind to people. I don't know why people would say terrible things. Like, does that make you feel good? I just don't understand it. You got to give the person credit. Yeah, because they, they walk through the door of that gym. They're yeah. making the effort to go in there and, uh, you know, make, make some life-changing moves. So if, good for them. If you haven't seen that TikTok, I, I highly recommend it. I know uh, Joey Sewell, who's the TikToker that I love, he stitched it. Fine, I was waiting for him to see it. Uh-huh. I'm like, why isn't he commenting <laughs> on this? And he finally saw it and stitched it yesterday. I was so happy to see that he saw it. We got those tickets for you to see Ed Sheeran. That happens at 940. Are you guys ready? All right, let's check in on the hot topic. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending? What's trending on Mix 94.1. If you haven't heard about this yet, you will in the upcoming months. Dream Academy is trending this morning. What is it? Well, 20 young women are competing to be a part of the next global girl group. Hybe and Geffen Records. Hybe is the company like responsible for BTS. Um, they have a couple other huge uh, K-pop acts on their label, and they are they come to America. Hybe America and Geffen, Geffen Records announced this week that they have. 20 finalists who come from all around the world and this diverse group of young women they were selected from over 120,000 submissions after they announced this joint venture in November of 2021 so they're going to create the next global girl group so this is a huge process and they're going to document the journey in a new Netflix show that's going to watch how they go from tryouts to um, trying to find their spot in the group, trying to earn that spot, the intense training that they go through. The Untitled series is set to premiere next year. In the meantime, the 20 contestants that will participate in the debut Dream Academy audition program, um, you can follow along with them on YouTube. Beginning tomorrow, they're going to start, or wait, is no, there's 31 days in August? Yeah, it's more than Okay, yeah, so then on on Friday, um, and after 12 weeks, the members will uh, be selected, and they'll name the group. The official name of the group will be revealed at the live finale on November 17th. Oh, the name is not not Dream Academy? No, the show is called The Debut Dream Academy. So, yeah, it's not, that's not the name of the group. They're going to have a new name um, on November 17th. But imagine that, 120,000 people auditioned for this, have to go through that and watch all the auditions and see everyone perform, and then whittle it down and keep whittling it down what a process i was watching the the debut dream academy girls like they showed all 20 and they all came out and they introduced themselves they said where they're from and there's just i love it because they're such a diverse group like they're from everywhere there was a couple girls from hawaii there was one from la there was one from texas there's south korea belarus brazil um china there was oh my gosh there was just so many so it's really cool to see um how they're going to put together this group and all the different skills they have. And they range in age from 14 to 21. 
Could you imagine like being in a group and you're 21 and there's like a 14 year old? Would it be hard to relate? Would it, would you take on like that big sister role? It's just, I don't know. I'm so fascinated by this whole process. I think it's really cool. Yeah. You're in the band and then you start, you go on tour and everything else. You're 21. You want to go out and party. Then the 14 year old's got to stay back. It's an interesting dynamic. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's going to be a big, a big story here in the coming months. If you want to check that out. Also trending this morning is Ellie Goulding. Another day, another performer hit by something but luckily this time it wasn't by a fan the singer learned the hard way that fireworks should always be set off far away from people she was performing in england over the weekend when a firework went off on stage and it looked like it hit her directly in the face if you watch the video you see it um it's it go off and she's singing and then she kind of moved her head she screams out she screams out a bad word and then she kind of laughs and then just finished she finished five more songs after that many fans didn't even catch what happened but yeah the firework hit her in the face well lucky she's okay that could have been so much that could have a different outcome yeah definitely so she looks to be doing well i mean if you can finish the show i obviously you're pretty tough and then finally this morning we didn't get to this earlier because and part of me is wondering like why why have we gone this far dude wipes are trending dude wipes the pumpkin spice latte hit Starbucks last week, and now there's this. Pumpkin spice butt wipes. They're now a thing that exists. The company Dude Wipes, they're making them. Um, and, and we're talking about the, you know, the wipes for your for your bottom, you know, that you, you might want to go in with after you go to the... Get that fresh feeling. <laughs> yes, exactly. Sure. They're calling them... Dumpkin spice wipes. This is a bit. It's not real. I swear. A there's a website. Sucks. There's a website and everything. You can order them. Try um, Tuesday. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> According to this, the description, they're designed to quote keep your butt cozy with a pumpkin spice inspired mix of clove, nutmeg, and other false scents. They posted a picture of a pumpkin with a date nine five twenty three carved into it. So we're guessing what's that's when they officially drop. But you can already get them on Amazon if you're interested. Pumpkin spice. Butt wipes. So uh, if you're really into that pumpkin spice thing, now you have another thing you can buy, and that's what's trending. Those tickets for you to see Ed Sheeran are uh, coming up in five minutes. Hey, Judy, how are you this morning? I'm very good. How are you doing? So good. Thank you so much for listening. You are caller 20. Yay! I love you. Yes. Oh, that's so awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, you're going to have such a good time. Ed Sheeran is coming to town. I can't believe it. It's sneaking up on us. September 9th, he's going to be at Allegiant Stadium. And you just got two tickets to go to the show. Congratulations. Oh, that is so awesome. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Judy. Hold on one second. And we've got these tickets again tomorrow morning at 940. And then later on this afternoon, J-Love, he's actually a pair for you coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. It's Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Wednesday. Make sure you join us tomorrow. A lot coming up, including more Ed Sheeran tickets. In fact, Steph, you have a pair to give away? Uh, J-Love has some in the 5 o'clock Oh, J-Love. Okay. Yeah. J-Love. Uh, Steph's filling in for J-Love for midday, so make sure you keep it here. And then J-Love will be on for Heather in the 5 o'clock hour with those tickets for you. We'll have more tomorrow morning for you in the 9 o'clock hour. And more of those tickets to see Weezer along with the Las Vegas Aces. Not together. Separately. But, you know, it's going to be fun. It's, way, actually, so. it's like the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah, Weezer against the Aces. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you join us tomorrow for that. Right now, though, it is time for the line of the day. Mercedes reveal one of the worst things that could happen when it comes to tipping.
I'm like, I'm going to tip. I'm going to tip them. They're so nice. I think I grabbed, it was either a five or a $10 bill. I, I can't remember. I think it was a five. I was like, I, I want to make sure she sees that. Take care of her. And so I put it in the thing and she had turned her back right oh, at that moment. That's the worst. I was like, <laughs> so I kind of pulled it back out and I waited for her to look at me again. I go, for you. <laughs> <laughs> They must have been like, you idiot. <laughs> Going back and watching Stealing the security money cameras. Out yeah. Of our tip jar exactly. and pretending it's yours. Yeah, right. Well, that'll do it for show number 1907 of Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss any part of Mercedes in the Morning? Catch up now by downloading today's show on the Odyssey app. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning on Mix 94.1. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.